Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 5 of the Life Made to Order podcast. I am reporting to you live from Bali. Hopefully the myriad roosters on the property will not be too loud, but if they are, my apologies. I do things pretty informally here. I don't know how to edit and what have you, so what you hear is what you get, you might say. So anyhow, Today we will be talking a little bit about Law of Attraction, my favorite topic as some of you probably already know, and entering that space of detachment and allowing. In this delicious space, we can create the things we want with so much ease, it's kind of unbelievable, and that's the problem, we don't really believe it, hence the difficulty getting into this um, much desired state of mind. Um, We're very action-oriented, and The idea with Law of Attraction that our thoughts create our reality and that action is kind of only a a smaller part of the equation, that's something we can really have a hard time buying into. It sounds awesome, and there's a part of us that, that there is a truth in that that resonates with us, but our conditioning is such that it's just we can't fully buy in on it. And, you know, this idea of detaching and pretending we don't want what we want and just letting things come without trying to take control it's easier said than done and we all suffer to it from some degree and a lot of us you know we're working with law of attraction um, to attract really like big important things like money if we're struggling financially or you know we're lonely and we want a relationship so we can have a baby eventually or you want you know to build a successful business or you know things that you really really want things that you think are really important that you really need to feel like your life is is happy complete and, and what have you. Um, so that just makes it harder to kind of relax because we really want this stuff and we're afraid we're not going to get it basically. So yeah, detachment and allowing. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. So the first thing I want to talk about is it's not about not wanting what you want anymore. It's about dropping that sense of need we have around the things we want to attract, you know, because yeah, you could think about what you want once and never think about it again and everything would come together beautifully and you in ways you can't even imagine with our, our your puny little brain. No offense to your brain, I mean everybody's brain. Um, it's not equipped to calculate infinite possibilities, it, it just can't. Um, so it's not about pretending you don't want the things you want anymore because you do want them and the universe knows what you want. And like I said, you would, you don't have to think about it all the time. It knows exactly what you want. It knows what you want better than you do. Actually, that's a, a truth that you come to discover more and more as you move along your little manifesting path here. So, but like I said before, because we want stuff that's like really important to us and because we have a hard time feeling better about our life circumstances now and think that certain things need to change in order for us to feel better, we're going to think about what we want. There's just no two ways about it, like when it's that big important stuff. So what we have to work on then is reducing that sense of need around it, like that feeling like, oh my God, I need this. Because that sense of need is an energy of, I don't have what I want yet, it's not here. And in that sort of energy, you're remaining very focused on what is in the moment and not what you want to create. And law of attraction just brings us more of what we're focusing on. So the more we focus on our current reality and the more we focus on what is missing and what we want that we don't have and we feel horrible that we don't have it, What we want is going to have a hard time making its way to us. Now, like I mentioned in my last podcast, um, 
we're always creating. We're creating by default. You know, law of attraction is not something that you just decide you want to use. It's not an option, you know, either create your own reality or don't create your own reality. Like we're always creating it. We're just doing it. We're doing it unconsciously. So you might be able to make some headway towards what you want, even if you're not happy all the time. You'll still move towards it. It just might be a bit of a slower journey. But if you really want to get things moving more rapidly, if you want to line up with all those wonderful synchronicities and coincidences and getting stuff without even having to do anything to get it, like that kind of awesome deliberate creation, you got to really work on developing, you know, that sense of kind of feeling whole and complete as you are now, not feeling like you need something to change to be happy. Again, I know it's hard because we want a lot of stuff that that's really important to us. It's hard. It might be hard to feel like you don't need money when technically you kind of need it and you don't have enough of it to to live. It could be hard to feel like you don't need a relationship when you feel so lonely and you want you're ready to start a family and you, you need to get you want to get married and, and get the ball rolling on that whole thing. So I totally believe me, I get it. I still get into my senses of, of noticing lack and feeling like I need we all we all have it to some degree, right? So don't beat yourself up too much about it. So the the essence of detaching, it's not so much about just pretending you don't want what you want anymore. If you could do that and be totally cool with whatever happens and be like, I don't even care if I get this thing more power to you. It's awesome. That's ideal. But again, a lot of us might not be able to get to that space. So what we have to do is work on thinking about what we want in a way that doesn't vibrate. Holy shit. I don't have this thing. I feel horrible. I'm, I'm miserable because I don't have it. It's not here. Where is it? It's thinking about it more in a way that makes you feel good. Feeling like, you know, I know this thing is coming and looking for all the little manifestations you, you have that show you your energy is aligning. We poop all over those manifestations um, because they're not exactly what we want yet. And we kind of dismiss them. We think, yeah, well, I had this little thing happen. And then we just kind of, you know, stomp all over our energy that we've been building up because we just kind of dismiss that stuff and go back right to feeling bad and feeling that whole sense of need. So don't worry about trying to make yourself not think about what you want. That'll probably just make you think about it more. Work on reducing that sense of need. Work on trying to feel now how you think you'd feel if you had this thing. So I'll let you in on a little secret. Feelings are com that's coming from within. We have total control over our feelings. I know what we don't it doesn't seem like that way sometimes, but ultimately we do. What what feelings lie behind what you want? How could you feel it now? And then once you start doing that, you will notice that you can think about what you want in a more positive way in a, hey, it's coming kind of way, not in a, oh my God, where is it? It's still not here kind of way. And just work on, you know, pay attention to what blocks come up around your desire. If you think about it and it feels badly, what's making you feel badly about that? You want to poke around in there a little bit and, and see what's happening there. And that brings me to point number two for entering a space of detachment and allowing. Managing expectations. This, our brain, our good old brain, and I, I know I bash the brain a lot and I don't mean to do that. It's, you know, it serves many awesome purposes because of our brain. We can drive a car, walk and do all these amazing <laughs> tasks day in and day out that we don't have to think about each second or else we'd probably just, you know, die and immediately having to manage all of that day in and day out. So our brain serves a purpose. It's good. I'm not trying to bash it. But when it comes to 
working with law of attraction and working with their energy more consciously, it could be quite the little bastard because it just, it can't get on board with all of this. It's so used to action and figuring things out. And it's been conditioned to believe all this crappy stuff that makes you think you can't have what you want and so on and so forth. And one of the ways that your brain is going to mess with you in this process is it's going to create a whole bunch of expectations around manifesting what you want. You're going to come up with all these different scenarios of how you think you're going to get what you want, what you think the manifestation is supposed to look like. And then when things don't happen that way, you start freaking the frack out because you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to get what I want because all these things you think should or shouldn't be happening are, you know, in your experience right now or not in your experience. And it's just, like I said, you freak out and again, major buzzkill for your energy. So be open to the idea that you have no freaking idea how what you want is going to come to you, how it's going to unfold. Um, suspend your judgment on certain manifestations. Yeah, I get it. Certain things might happen. And on the outset, it might seem like a negative thing. And you're like, oh my God, that's a bad thing. Why did that happen? And you think it's either going to screw up what you want or somehow you think you did something wrong and you freak out again. The freak out is you're going to freak out a lot during this process. You don't have to, but you probably will. So I'll be honest with you, with you on that one. So like, for example, let's say you are thinking about, you don't really like your job. And you started letting yourself visualize a job that you would like a lot more. You don't know how really you'll get this job. You're not even, you know, you're still not fully convinced you can have it. If we're honest, you're kind of like, I don't really know. It sounds nice, but I'm not sure. And, but you start letting yourself, you start flowing some nice energy. You start feeling a little bit more optimistic. Everything's going hunky dory. Bam, you get fired. You're like, what the fuck just happened? That's a bad manifestation. Getting fired is negative. Mm, if you really hate your job, is it so bad you got fired? Not really. Getting fired from the job that you really don't like, but you're too afraid to leave because you're really afraid to voluntarily walk away from a source of income. And I've been there before and I, I was released and it, it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. FYI, that's the fastest way to start manifesting, <clears throat> excuse me, the, this awesome job that you prefer. Because now the universe kind of forced your hand in a way and is like, hey, start going after that now. You don't have to worry about this shitty job anymore that you hated. So always remember, if you can remember, you're always moving towards what you want. No matter what you manifest on the way to your manifestation, it's always serving you somehow. And granted, like I said, since we have these expectations, certain things that happen can make us think the exact opposite. Or we get all freaked out thinking, well, I'm trying to be all happy and shiny and whatever. Why am I manifesting things that don't make me feel good? But how we are reacting to something, what we judge to be good or bad, thats it's all subjective. There is no you know, set objective, like this is good. This is bad. Like I said, getting fired from the job is getting fired from a job. You hate truly a bad thing. If it allows you to really start pursuing your passion, I would argue, no, it's not such a bad thing. It's a, probably a pretty great thing. Yeah. It might not be ideal. You might freak out a little bit, but you'll work through that all and it'll be okay. So, you know, do your best to just go through the process, do your rituals, do your techniques, do whatever gets you into that feeling good space, Keep your eye on the prize, what you want. Try to think about it in a good feeling way. Do your best to just do things that make you feel better and then make you vibe high overall, whether it has anything to do with what you manifest or not. It could be petting your cat, taking a bubble bath, whatever. And remember that whatever unfolds, no matter how you're perceiving it, it's all good. 
I can't stress this snuff to you. It's all good. Release the expectations of how you think you're going to manifest what you want. Release the expectations of what you think the process has to look like. Release the expectations of how you think what you want is going to come to you because you can't even fathom the different ways you can manifest what you want. You know, today, Ryan and I, we met with a a woman that he'd been connected with online, you know, online digital buddies, I guess you might call them. And she does a variety of online business things, writing coach and, and different things. And I had never met her. She was in Bali. So we actually got to meet her in person and she writes for a very high profile publication. And I was asking her, I was curious how the bloggers got on this site and how they were, you know, able to, to start writing. I'm like, how did they, and I wasn't asking as trying to get an in, I was just curious how people did it. And she's like, well, usually you got to know somebody. She's like, would you want to write for them? She's like, I can uh, send a personal email introducing you to one of the editors. Now, I don't know what will happen with this opportunity. Maybe I'll start writing for this publication or maybe they'll be like, no, that's, I don't like her writing and it's not going to work, but it's a perfect example of, I would have no idea that that before that scenario took place just a couple of hours ago, I would have had no idea that that would have been a way for me to be led to an opportunity with maybe more exposure to a, a larger audience. I did not even know this woman. I didn't know what she did or anything about her. Just very basic details that my husband had told me. So a little little example there that I think would kind of give you a good sense of like you have no freaking idea all the different ways things could come to you. You have no idea how that path is going to unfold. You can't know because it's just there's so many variables and so many ways the universe can pull together resources. You just really cannot know. And so along with that managing expectations, you want to work on just developing that sense of surrender. Now, I know for a lot of people, the word surrender has like a negative connotation and it's not about surrendering and just accepting your lot in life as it is. And hopefully things will work out for you and, and, you know, don't try to play any role in, in creating what you want and just taking what comes to you. What I mean by surrendering is like I just kind of said before, realizing you have no idea the million different ways your manifestation can come together, how it's exactly going to look step by step, but trusting that it will come together and what you ultimately want will come to you. Like the perfect example with getting fired from the job, instead of freaking out, you would be like, okay, awesome. Like I kind of hate this job. And I guess that was a pretty good way to, to get out of it is getting fired. Right. And just surrendering and taking each moment as it comes. And yeah, you won't be in this state of trust and surrender all the time. You'll have your freak out moments. It happens to everybody. That's all good. But I'm just, you know, encouraging you to cultivate an awareness of this surrendering and getting into that space as much as you can when you can, you know, and just, you know, accepting that whatever happens, like, you know, that you're still going to get where you want to go. But one caveat there is when you have the unwanted manifestations, you do have to be willing to examine what might've caused you to attract that situation because something, there's a message for you. Every manifestation, the negative ones, they're always the perfect manifestation for you to uncover the specific resistance that's keeping you from what you want in that moment. So you have to be willing to kind of look at them a little bit. You don't want to just sit back and take all the bad stuff thinking, Oh, what am I going to do? But let me surrender. Cause there's, there's an energy there and yeah, feel, just feeling good about everything and, and accepting what comes is, is a, certainly a great start. But if you find yourself manifesting a lot of things that are unwanted and you feel 
feel like it's kind of making you think you can't have what you want, which you always can, and you're always moving towards it. I, I can't stress that enough. Look at what's happening and see, okay, I didn't really like this manifestation. How did it make me feel? What is it bringing up? And you might feel like you might find a belief come to the surface, like life isn't fair or I never get what I want or people are always screwing me over, whatever, whatever it is, it'll always be like an absolute belief, always, never, like it's usually, that's how it goes. Um, you might have memories of, you know, it might be something kind of similar to this situation, or it might be a memory that's completely unrelated. You know, you could be experiencing something with a relationship and having a memory of something a teacher said to you in the third grade. But if it's coming up, it's related. There's a thread between the memories where there's some some core beliefs there that are very similar and they're all related. So pay attention to what comes up. Um, so my next thing I want to talk about is, which I could probably do a whole podcast on this, and I'm sure I will at some point, um, you know, f my third point about, you know, entering that space of detachment and allowing, you got to start checking your motivators behind the actions you take. Like I said earlier, we you know, are very oriented towards action. We think action is what makes things happen. And yeah, obviously we take certain actions. Like I like my blog and my podcast, so I have to make podcasts and write blogs. I'm not talking about that core action of like creating something. I'm talking about the kind of action that we take to try to accomplish results. And we're very conditioned to be like, well, you got to get out there. You got to plan, figure things out, take control and take action. That's one way to go about it. And lots of people get results that way because a lot of people believe that, you know, getting what you want takes a lot of hard work and there's no conflict between that and they'll happily offer up the hard work and they get what they want, but it comes at a very high price. We've seen a lot of, you know, people get things that way. So we kind of think, um, I guess this is how it works. And that's just one way. Like I always said, we're always creating by default. If you have some belief in there that you'll get what you want, you, it can make its way to you eventually, but depending on the beliefs you hold about how you're able to manifest that thing, that will depend on how you know difficult or easily it comes to you. So when you're taking action, you always want to think about what is driving this action. Am I doing this because it feels good and it feels fun and it feels inspired? Or am I taking this action because I feel fearful that I won't get what I want if I don't take it? I'm not quite sure what I want can come to me, so I better go in and, and kind of, you know, manipulate things and take some action to guarantee some sort of movement forward. Am I, you know, just doing it because of I'm buying into the no pain, no gain paradigm? Always check your motivators behind your actions because one of the things that really, really can slow our manifestations and really take us out of a space of allowing and detachment is trying to force through action. Now, taking a lot of action from a, a more negative energy, yeah, you could probably still accomplish a, a buttload of stuff. People do it all the time, but it doesn't feel good and it's not necessary. Now, around this point is when your brain starts freaking out a little bit about thinking the idea of doing nothing kind of feels uncomfortable. And that's understandable because being so action oriented, the idea that we don't have to do anything, that's really not going to sit that well with, with that good old brain of ours. And here's the thing. 
you don't have to totally buy into doing nothing. You're here to do stuff. You're probably going to want to do stuff. You'll ha you have a belief system that you believe to some degree action is required. You'll work within that belief system. You just want to work on making sure the actions are coming from a space of feeling good and feeling light. Because when you are taking in, when you are, when you are aligning yourself energetically in your mind, in your belief system, in your emotions with what you want, that is way, 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 way more powerful than any action you can take. And in, in that space, when you're in alignment with what you want and you feel inspired to take a specific action, the leverage behind an inspired action like that is just phenomenal compared to the actions that we usually take from force and, and pain and suffering and being like, I got to suffer to earn this because that makes me deserve it, blah, 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 all that shit that is been pumped into our heads that we're, I think a lot of people are, are starting to realize isn't really the way to go about it. So that's good. So, you know, it's, this is a tough one. And this is something that I think everyone struggles with at every stage of manifestation. Um, like I said before, when you want things that are really super important to you, there's going to be that urge to take action. And if you, if the idea of taking action makes you feel better because you feel like, okay, I'm doing something to help move along my manifestation and it, it makes you feel better and it helps foster an expectation that you will get what you want. Go take those actions. But again, check the motivator behind them. Check you're not getting attached to them as the way your manifestation has to come to you. For example, if you're looking for a new job, you don't have to send out one damn resume. You could end up meeting an old friend on the street and he gets you an interview at his company, easy peasy, there's your new job. But that might, but that could feel really bad to you sitting around doing nothing. So you don't want to take, not take action also if it feels really bad because then you're kind of defeating the purpose of, of the allowing and detaching through, you know, not taking forced action. So you might decide, okay, I know that this job can come to me through unlimited channels in ways I can't really anticipate, but you know what? It makes me feel better to maybe send out three resumes a day. I'm going to do that. I'm not going to get attached to that as having the way I'm going to get my job, you know, contacting these specific companies, but it makes me feel good to feel like I'm participating. That's okay. Send out those resumes. That's awesome. Maybe you're looking to meet somebody and you we've all heard all the crazy how we met stories that you can never anticipate these meetings the same thing can happen to you but the idea maybe of just sitting around and waiting for that person maybe it doesn't feel super good but it might make you feel good to be like you know what maybe I'll join match.com or maybe you know my friend has been telling me she wants me to set me up on a blind date with some guy she knows from her childhood I'll, you know what I'll I'll be open to that I'll let her set me up and so long as you're not getting attached to any of those any of those channels as the way that person has to manifest for you. Awesome. Go for it. Do it. If it makes you feel like you're kind of getting your hands in there and, and kind of taking the bull by the horns and then kind of participating in the process. The, so action in some ways can be a form of energy work, but again, I stress, I can't stress this enough. Always check your motivators behind the actions you are taking. Um, inspired, nothing's going to be inspired action. Now, as far as reducing action, like I said, you have this belief system about, you know, you got to work hard and take all this action to go from that to just not doing anything and be like, I'm going to go to the beach every day this week and just wait for my manifestation to come. You might not be able to jump all the way to there and you don't have to. So you might need to pull back from action in degrees to help with the, you know, the detachment and allowing and to get there, you know, bit by bit. Like, let's say for example, 
you have an online business and you have all these different strategies you use to market it and, and network and, and all this stuff. And you're working at it like eight hours a day and it feels terrible and you're not getting any results. And you're like, okay, maybe there is something to pulling back from action that makes me feel like shit. I'll listen to Kelly and, and give it a whirl. Now, to go from like that eight, nine hours of stress-fueled like marketing and whatever else you're doing a day to being like, I'm just going to work an hour a day and spend the rest of the day reading personal development books and and playing with my dog and, and enjoying the, the lovely sunshine. It's like, mm, that might be too big of a stretch and you're probably not going to feel good doing that. So maybe you might start off a little bit smaller. You might be like, you know what? There are certain marketing strategies, networking strategies, whatever I don't like as much you know what? I really like doing this one, but I don't really like doing that one. You know what? I'm going to experiment with just doing the one that I like and that feels good. And I'm going to pull back from the one I don't like, you know, that's, you know, so you can kind of work it gradually. And then what happens is as you start allowing yourself to act more from inspired, you know, space and allowing yourself to pull back from the things that feel painful and difficult and frustrating, you'll start seeing manifestations that, make you trust that this way of, of less action is valid. And then as you start banking that proof, you know, your energy, you feel, you'll feel more comfortable pulling back from the actions that feel badly. You'll feel more comfortable walking away when things get frustrating and going back to it later when it, when it feels better. And, you know, like I said, do it in degrees, you know, like don't beat yourself up. If you're like, okay, I spend too much time on the computer. I'm going to go the whole weekend without going online. And if you break and you spend a couple of hours online, don't beat yourself up. If you went from eight hours to two, that's awesome. Like celebrate that. So you couldn't go cold turkey. Hey, it's good. But you, you really, you made a nice, a nice impact there. So don't, you know, don't force yourself to, to pull back from action in a way that's too uncomfortable for you. Because like I said, the whole idea of the reduced action and letting yourself get into that happy space of allowing, that's the combo you want. The reduced action, but then feeling terrible about the reduced action because you feel like you're being lazy and you're worrying that, you know, it's not, you know, you're not doing the right thing and you're not going to get what you want and you better go, you know, work hard or nothing's going to happen. That combo is, is not very conducive to, to getting that stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my little spiel on action. And the last point, which I kind of already talked about it in the, uh, beginning, but I kind of want to close with it because it's basically the most important thing you can do, but the thing we have like the most difficult time doing, we're very funny. We're that conditioning. You got to love it. How can you feel good now? I know your brain is telling you, I don't have what I want. I can't feel happy. We can't feel happy until we get it. And you were like, please shut up. All right. Just tell it to shut up. It doesn't know what it's talking about. Like I said, it has lots of great functions in this attraction process. It's it's not really a, 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 a beneficial. It's kind of like, a, I think our mind is like a frenemy almost. You know, that's kind of how I think of it. So really, like nothing can get you into the space of detachment and allowing better than letting yourself feel good now. And I know it sounds overly simplistic. And again, your mind's fighting you on it because it's pointing out all your problems and all the problems that you need to solve and all the things that are going wrong and all the things that you don't like and thinking that's where your attention needs to be. And you need to feel badly about this because it's not good. And again, one way of going about it, but that's a very painful way. And you, you want to stop creating by default and just getting the good stuff randomly when you happen to be randomly aligned and, and not even realizing what you're even doing. Um, it can be much easier and you can get a lot more good stuff when you when you start creating deliberately. So really let yourself like 
think about the, like I said before, what are the feelings that lie behind what you want? How could you feel them now? Feelings are always available to us. You might not feel that way every second. It's cool. It's good. You're making some big ass shifts here. That's not, you know, that's not necessary. Once you even start shifting things a little bit, your point of attraction changes and your whole outside reality changes too. It, it has no choice. It's like if I turn my car left, it has to go left. Like it has no other choice. It can't go right. So really think about that, you know, and besides thinking about it, because, you know, we, we think about what makes us feel happy and like, yeah, I'll go do that. And then we don't do any of it because we let all the crap in our life take priority. And then we never allow ourselves time to do stuff that makes us happy. Again, us humans, we're quite the interesting bunch here. So really think about the things that make you feel good. And like I said, it could be anything, a walk in the park, something little, something that you can do for even 10 minutes a day. And let yourself, let yourself do these things. And that's the clincher there. You can't just think about the stuff and be like, yeah, that would be really cool. I want to do that. And oh, that would be nice. But then like you do nothing and you just go back to your old routine. Nothing's going to change. And then you're going to be like, oh, love of attraction doesn't work. And why am I getting what I want? It's like, because you're not letting yourself get it. You're not letting yourself get into the space that makes you a match for all the awesome shit you want to create. And you have no idea all the awesome stuff you can create when you just let yourself start feeling better. Now you have no idea all the manifestations you'll let in all the coincidences opportunities inspirations ideas all the stuff that you can't access now in your lower energetic state all the stuff that is going to show you this this is real and make it so much easier to allow and detach because you're gonna have all this stuff that's proving to you that that's the way to go so but you got to start somewhere and that starts with letting yourself feel better now and doing whatever it is that makes you feel better now Okay, so that is podcast episode five. Hopefully I gave you some nice little tidbits there for entering a space of detachment and allowing. I will be signing off now. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to learn more about my coaching services, check out my blog if you're not already on it. It's livelifemateorder.com. This is Kelly Cooper signing off from Bali and Bali. And you have a great day or night. Bye-bye.